No. <laughs> All right. So we've been sitting at this for about five minutes trying to think about how to intro the show, and we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it because we're not really original right now. <laughs> we're not being the very best that ever was. Like no one, oh my God, there we go. There we go. So Jamie's Jamie's taking the reins for this. But anyway, you've already seen her before. Uh, before we get into the intro of the show, you've seen Jamie. She's on the show. What's up? And let's go ahead and welcome her to the show officially. She is the going to be the uh, future co-host of it. And we'll hopefully, as you can see, we're we're twinning it up. Yep. Uh, I made him. I'm like, let's go get matching Pokemon shirts. Yeah. Well, we wanted well, to get Pokemon yeah. shirts for the show. And uh, there was a big issue because there wasn't really that many uh, when we went to. Because, of course, yeah. of course, where did we go? Hot topic. Hot timing. Hot yeah. topic. It was the a old- shortage of a... Of a uh, Pokemon gear. Well, I think the uh, coronavirus <laughs> might have had. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm it was kidding. a bunch of masks. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> not tasteful. Not yeah, tasteful. but anyway, um, so of course we went to Hot Topic, which is the ultimate store for uh, goths, gamers, and scene kids, all rolled into one. And so I don't know why they just have. And, and, and Weebs. Weebs shop at Hot Topic too. And they only had like three options for Pokemon, and they weren't really that incredible. Yeah. So where did we go? Spencer's. We went to Spencer's, <laughs> which is basically just hot topic, but instead of everything is goth and yeah, scene kid, everything is marijuana <laughs> and penis. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the whole the whole um store reeked of of some. Some plant. some type of substance. Some type of something. And <laughs> but we know we fa- we actually found um, two shirts that were both we could fit into. I don't know how to play off that, dude. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, um, so I was really hoping to find a shirt with Pikachu just ripping a blunt on it because that would have been really funny to me. You know, and I'm really surprised. Uh, but, and we, we did not. Yeah, we did not find anything like that. There's a bunch of like Rick and Morty stuff, but no Pokemon. So yes, I guess we're. I know we're a little late to the hype of sword and shield so that's why we really wanted to um sit here and talk about it for sure so yeah yeah so again let's welcome jamie to the show officially and without further ado let's get into it my name is chris and jamie and this this is just another neckbeards podcast Okay, so I guess I didn't even preface this original uh, before we even got into the intro of the show, but of course we're talking about Pokemon. The whole reason we're even twinning it up with uh, Greninja, which isn't even isn't <laughs> even like um, uh, the main staple of uh, or one of the starters of the new game. It's it's a two generations ago. Like we said, our selection was short. Our selection. We're these were literal slim. these were literally in the clearance bin. Yeah. We got a good deal on these shirts. So we um, had to do it. Oh yeah. So <laughs> the price of one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um so anyway, uh so of course we're gonna be talking about uh Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um kind of the main point of this returning show is because last time we talked about how we were gonna go over Sword and Shield and that's really what we're going to be focusing on here just because, uh, I mean, 
it was something a lot of people were excited for and ready to kind of I don't even know how to really go in from that. People were excited. Yes, people were excited for the game. Um, they were and they weren't because um, I told you this earlier about the um, the Game Freak lied hashtag that had been going on Twitter. A lot of people trying to boycott the game, which they ended up just buying it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, it's still a really high-selling game. But... Anyway, so we're going to kind of go over it. Now, she's pretty much mostly completed the game. Um, yep. I let her borrow my copy of it because she doesn't own a Switch. And I, I know <laughs> you really wanted to play the game because I think you really... You've been playing it's, the same yeah. Pokemon game for over 10 years. It's It's been a while since I played a, a full-on um, Pokemon game. Like, even when I was playing um, Soul Silver, like, I had to, like, really, really save up for the DS. So... This is a big deal, so thank you for letting me borrow your Wii or your Switch or whatever it is. Um, I'm so happy. To <laughs> hey, it's basically the same. <laughs> the handheld so. console Nintendo. Um, but yeah, so uh, I yeah, it's definitely was good to play something new yes. and something fresh. And it was a big leap from what you were coming from. Yes, so. definitely. And so everything I, I might say might sound a little outdated because I didn't play um, the other games. You know, I'm kind of like I understand like the, um, the what what are they called? I know the starters and then the legendaries, but for like mechanics and stuff. So if I, you know, go off on Sword and Shield and I'm like, oh my god, this is such a cool idea, you might be <laughs> like, um, girl, you're so oh, far no. behind. <laughs> like this was already relevant two games ago. So yes. take it with for a grain of salt. This is just kind of a fresh perspective on. Um, a new game. So, yeah, just take it take it with you. Yes, so. and I'm, of course, the veteran Pokemon <laughs> So, yeah, you nerd, can tell me. So I can, I can mm, actually, actually. Uh, that was in Pokemon uh, W. Oh. <laughs> which is not even a <laughs> Pokemon, Pokemon 200? Yeah, that was 000? in Pokemon the movie 2000. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no, no, of course, we're not going to be like that. But no. um, I have played all of them up to this point. Uh, so I am well aware of what new features have compared to the old ones and really what kind of advancements the game's been going through. And for you, it's more of just a giant leap forward. So yes. It's definitely literally traveling through time. For, <laughs> <laughs> for real. It's, it's definitely, um, and we can go into it. I won't, I won't ruin the intro with it, but definitely. Um, well, we're off. We're at past the intro now. So, all right. So, but yeah. We're so it's that. it's we're definitely different and new, and I cannot wait to talk about it. Yes. So, so let's go ahead and just get straight into the game then. Um, okay. So, really, the game, like Pokemon Sword and Shield, the two new Pokemon games, are the exact same game. It's just you know, I I still hate that Pokemon still does this, that the Pokemon company still does this, where they make two different versions of the game. And I mm. get it; it's to encourage trading. But we live in a world where we have online connectivity and, yeah. you know, we don't have game file size limitations anymore as far as like, you know, we're obvi there's obvious limitations for how much memory you have on your physical hardware. But uh, as far as like digital distribution and stuff like that, like I just downloaded the, the Call of Duty Modern Warfare. It was 83 gigabytes like that was <laughs> that is a huge game yeah that's and big and it looks good too so for it being that big and it can be yeah. responsive is, well that looks good pokemon sword shield i don't know we'll get into that we'll, we'll get into that <laughs> stay tuned <laughs> <laughs> but 
Um, so I still don't like that they still split the game up into this because uh, the reality is, is that the trading system is going to be there no matter what. And it's really just a way to get people to encourage buying because yeah. like multiple copies of it at this point because they know they can get away with it. Um, I, and, you know, sometimes it's I guess it's also helps because maybe your friend wouldn't buy the game and you can kind of convince your friend to uh, like get the other version yeah. But so I can see that there's other factors that might go into it, but for the most part it's it's all really just um they want extra money. <laughs> yeah, definitely where um I can definitely see that where definitely it's more marketing like oh well, you know, you got to if you want them all, got to catch them all, you got to buy or I don't know how much the market value goes for per game, but well, it was originally, this is what a lot of people got mad about too, is their original retails for the previous games when they were all on handhelds. It was like, it was the Game Boy. It was like $30 a game, um, and, you know, price for inflation. So, you mm -hmm. know, it's all relative to the time, you know, back in the 90s, know, $30, $30. Well, I mean, $30 back in the 90s equates to about uh, roughly, I think, 45 or $50. Yeah, I can now, see that. Um, and you know, handheld games were just a lot cheaper. So uh, there was a big allure to them. And I know we're, we're not even talking about sword and shield now. We're I talking know. about like game sorry. markets and stuff. No, it's fine. It's fine. I like this. Um, and back now, then we move ahead to the DS era of gaming and that was around $40 and even up in, into the 3DS era, it was like $40 for a game. And now it's $60 for a Switch game. And a lot of people got mad about that because it's essentially a game that had been, you know, roughly $30 or $40. And now it's an extra $20 for, you know, and we'll get into this later, what is the content is perceived as basically the same as the previous game. So why mm -hmm. is the, you know, the price increase? Should it really even be there? Yeah. And a lot of people complain and, you know, don't aren't they're not happy about it because, you know, people value value their money a lot. And again, because a lot of people that are really into Pokemon, they buy both versions of the game. Yeah. So now you're going from eighty dollars to one hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, it's pretty it's big definitely difference. an investment, especially if you don't have the switch. Then you have to buy that and then you have to buy the game. Because mm -hmm. I know some people definitely will buy a console just for a particular game if mm -hmm. it comes out. So it's definitely a big investment, and I, I can't see where it would get very annoying. But if you're a true blooded fan and you really want to catch them all and you got that extra pocket change, you know, well, that, I'm sure, that, you know, in this day and age, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> $60 isn't exactly pocket change. <laughs> no, but no. maybe in the Pokemon world, that's like, yeah. we'll get into that when we get into <laughs> the actual game but since we're let's just go ahead and get right into the actual game uh so what we're going to kind of do is we're going to kind of take you through the entirety of the game uh from not locate from you know from location to location and we're going to you know stop at major points of it and you know we're not going to exactly go from uh route one to route two no, to route three. No. it's more or less like these are the major points of the game these are here are significant stops, and uh, we'll just talk about how the story kind of progresses, where it goes, and we'll stop and talk about the mechanics as they're introduced to you. So I'm going to go ahead and start by just taking you through the first few hours of the game that I had. Um, since you had significantly more time with this and played it a lot more, 
I think it's, it'll be, and plus, uh, you know, I have a lot less time for me to remember compared to you. I can remember a lot more details vividly from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So starting up the game, uh, you obviously, you get to choose if you're a boy or a girl. And, <laughs> you know, and then you can actually choose kind of like what your uh, skin tone is as well from that point, which it's really just white, tan, and then black. So there's not really a large variety. Yeah. Of- not not a whole lot to go on with customizing, and mm-hmm. I don't know if they did this in the other games either. But um, I, I enjoyed that. I do, I know that was yeah, limited. It, it, for sure. It's nice. It's still really limited, and I don't. I think uh, at this point, because that was something they added in um, X and Y. Um, I, actually, I can't even remember if X and Y did have a skin tone selection. I know you could still pick boy or girl, and then X and Y introduced a lot of the fashion stuff where mm-hmm. you could change the way your character's clothes are and Which their hairstyle. Which I live for in a game. If this yeah, game's that, got character customization. Yes, I, I think that part's really fun, and well, there's a major part of that <laughs> right at the beginning of the game for me. <laughs> um, but I, I really wish they would go a little bit more in depth with the character customization and like really kind of let you choose like facial uh, features and stuff so that you know not everybody really looks the same. Um, I, I do like that the clothing system lets you kind of go be a little creative and be more unique, but I think it's something that really at this point we should have really been, should have really been implemented. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that was kind of like a disappointment, but at the same time, it's just whatever, you know, I don't care that much. Um, be just because, you know, I've been playing Pokemon since the nineties and you're used to just really being, you get one choice and then that's it. Yeah. That's your character. Yeah. So after choosing uh, really a white guy, because I'm a white guy, <laughs> you're supposed <laughs> to just, like self insert your game self into these games. Spoiler alerts, everybody. He's a white guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what's really what I think is really interesting is uh, so the entire map of the new Sword and Shield games is very much based off of uh, of Great Britain and the United Kingdom. Um, so it's very, you know, and the people's mannerisms are a reflection of that. So they're, they all act very British, very, um, you know, um, what is it called? It's not European. They act British, but it's, uh, I can't remember the, uh, anyway, uh, whatever the term is. I just is. remember it was mate. And I remember we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. You thought they were Australian. I, I immediately pegged it for an Australian. My, my, you, yeah, yeah you, my brain you went was to like Australian, but Australian. I knew, I knew it was very much Britain, yeah. especially because in the opening of the game, it's very much a like soccer stadium. Yeah. Type I, I get it now for sure. Especially, um, with the, with the, um, speaking of the soccer stadium type thing, it's like the, the uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. The soccer very, uniforms. And I'm like, Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah. when they were talking, that was one like, thing I didn't like, but we'll talk about that when we get to the gym yeah. challenges. <laughs> Uh, I, again, a lot of this stuff is we'll, we'll get to it in a second. I know, I know. So, don't want to get off track. Because I want to, I want to get, I want to talk about it as they get introduced to the story, and not like be all over the place. So you watch the intro where it's basically it. It kind of shows you um, what the gym gyms are like, which are basically giant soccer stadiums. It's this big spectacle, and it's a big sport. Um, and then it shows, it gives you a little preview of the Dynamaxing where the, uh, the champion, uh, Dynamaxes his main Pokemon, which is a Charizard. And then it cuts to you, the player watching on your, uh, essentially a smartphone. Um, so in, this is something you probably don't remember, but there's a Pokemon called Rotom that was introduced in Diamond and Pearl. And it's like an electric ghost Pokemon. 
And Rotom is actually essentially what they've evolved into being what the appliance Pokemon is. Yeah. So uh, they like what they do is they let Rotom possess like a certain electronics. So Rotom will be your uh, previously it was the Pokedex. Uh, now he's now it's like a smartphone, uh, and then that eventually a bicycle that you get. I just thought he was like an AI. I really didn't catch that he no, was like a Pokemon. No, he's a Pokemon that possesses like electronics. <laughs> so, and it's it's cute. It's a cute yeah. little thing they do. Um, so you're watching it on your smartphone. So it's very much rooted in kind of like what modern-esque te- technology we have. So it's very updated for what, you know, to reflect what we have now. And, uh, and you know, and kind of the mannerisms that we have. So like you know, with the soccer stadiums, um, you know, more or less watching stuff on your phone and, you know, communicating with people yeah. through that rather than your TV, um, even though there is a TV in the room, <laughs> which is actually kind of, it really is kind of a true reflection of us because a lot of people uh, will have a TV in the room, but they're still more glued to, to their their, their smart yeah. device. Yeah, it felt very, um, very modern too. I, and I, I'm glad you brought up the cell phone thing. Because I, I did forget about it, but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, you know, in the beginning, it was kind of interesting because normally it's the TV, you know. Um, but in this case, it's a smartphone. It's like, okay, so we're it's getting a little bit more modern, and it's getting um, the connections to everyday life that mm-hmm. we have, too, which I found really unique as yeah. well for storytelling uh, purposes. Yeah, right? yeah. So it, it's it's neat. it's neat. It's really to help kind of help kids involve themselves and insert themselves in the story because it's, you know, Pokemon's designed for you to build relationships with these creatures and it, you know, really helps you insert yourself into that world and kind of, uh, you know, involve yourself a lot deeper with it. Yeah. Um, and you know, and it, again, because we, when we grew up with Pokemon, that's one of the things that drew us to it and helped hold us onto it. This this long where we're in our, uh, like, mid to late 20s yeah. still talking about it you know, I know. It's still it's a kid's it's like a kid's game but we're still very much part of uh the community and um you know buying its products and i know it's marketed to kids but adults definitely still yes. do um play it and love it and so it's yeah. very unique well i mean honestly at this point i think pokemon is played more by adults than yeah. Than children. I mean, I got. I, I'm. I'm including adults in like their, like teens still, like late teens, like seventeen and up. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of people that are still in high school that probably play the game because they grew up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think uh, there's also a large audience of people that like myself and yourself that are in their late twenties, early thirties, that have really kept with the series because they've fallen in love with it for a long time. And you find that a lot with a lot of Nintendo properties in general. A lot of people get really attached to these characters and these games that they want to continue to grow with them, more or less. Yeah. But anyway, going back into Pokemon. <laughs> um, so you, uh, after watching this stuff on your smartphone, the intro to the you know kind of the game on your smartphone, uh, your main rival Hop shows up, and the first thing you notice with Hop is that he doesn't have teeth. Uh, he has very, <laughs> I love it. He, like, every, I swear they, the camera angles they choose, uh, they chose to show him whenever he's smiling. It does not look like he has he teeth because just has so pearly white teeth. They're invisible. They're not invisible. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. No, because, uh, the way he, his mouth is open, 
um, you can see like the pink on his inside and that's normal. That's like an animation thing where you just see the pink on the, his inside, uh, of his mouth, <laughs> of but his you, inside. <laughs> you don't ever, I swear you don't ever see his teeth. So it just looks like he has gums because other characters that show up, you see their teeth. I don't know. You don't see hops teeth. Like, we, everybody he, go to the comments and let us know if you saw teeth or you did not see teeth. So, <laughs> cause I, I saw teeth. So when he said he didn't see teeth, I was like. You, you didn't you didn't see teeth there? i did not see teeth but <laughs> maybe he's got british teeth so no, he no, just, you know. <laughs> no 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 <laughs> we're not gonna um, nope <laughs> <laughs> so uh he is the little brother of the champion and he wants you know he's your like best friend and this is something they do they've been doing for a lot a while with the pokemon games is that your rival isn't like the is this overly energetic, this like, oh, life's amazing, you know, wants to help you out all the time type of rival where it's not really somebody that kind of berates and insults you, kind of like what we'd seen previously with Gary and uh, Silver in the Silver game, uh, Gold and Silver games. Mm -hmm. I believe that, I think that's what his name is supposed to be, a Silver. Uh, it's really, it's really it. just whatever you want it to be. Yeah, you can name um, him Butt and he'll be known yeah, as Butt. Yeah, and that's something <laughs> I kind of wish they would let you do. They don't really let you rename your rivals in this one. No. Because um, it's just so funny to rename them just the, the most ridiculous names. But um, um, so Hop shows up and he's all excited because his uh, the champion, his brother's coming back into town. And so you guys go hanging out. Um, I believe he... Yeah, so his brother comes back and his brother gives you your starter Pokemon, basically. You don't go see a professor and, you know, your the professor gives you the Pokedex and a Pokemon and says, mm -hmm. go catch them all. Um, <laughs> instead, it's um, Hop, the champion comes and he gives you an option of the three starters. And the three starters we have, which I, I, I really should remember the name of them. I know the, for the monkey, which is what I chose, is named Grookey. And the 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 bunny, I thought the I I could have swore the bunny is like hop it or like hop, but it's not. It's it. Uh, do you remember? No. <laughs> you don't. Remember? I'm so blunt. No. Okay. Um. No. I actually um. I should probably tell you I don't know any of the starter names because or yeah, any of them because I changed. Yeah. I mean, every every so, single one. So that's so. something I did too. That's something that I never really was <laughs> into when I was a kid was just nickname nicknaming Pokemon. Uh, and it's something I've really started to do really recently. So I actually, I'm, I'm with you. I don't remember a lot of the Pokemon names because I, I just nicknamed them whatever I wanted. Yeah. So, uh, I know the monkey is Grookey and then the, the, the water one was like sizzle or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Cause I, I think I like played on his name a little bit like, um. Like sizzle, like lizard sizzle. Yeah. Know. It was something stupid. Something Don't quote me. But. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> um, yeah, so it was something like that, something sizzle. Okay. But. So anyway, so yeah, obviously it's grass, fire, and uh, water. Um, now, normally I usually go with fire types, but I mean, I, I have to go with the monkey with a stick. It was just, it was too perfect an opportunity because <laughs> uh, I just thought it was really funny where it's, it's like, it's not even... Uh, and you know this is something that's been a lot of people have been complaining about as well which is the design of the new pokemon which they're saying isn't as unique when the reality is they're just as unique as they've always been because if you look at gen 1 starters are not even just the starters the entire gen 1 and gen 2 pokemon 
A lot of them are just straight up animals. Like Miltank is just a cow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, seal is literally a seal. Yeah. And um, Squirtle is just a turtle. I, I mean, <laughs> Squirtle the turtle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> like they're pretty. They're pretty op, like just blatant yeah. designs. And you know the the bunny, which is just a bunny. Uh, uh, the monkey and then i don't know i guess that yeah it's, uh, it's supposed to be a water lizard he's a lizard yeah. <laughs> especially in his final form yeah we yeah i won't talk about it but so <laughs> so you get to pick one uh and this is something they do they've been doing also is that the rival you pick will pick the the pokemon that's actually weak to your element now no, uh, just to make just things easier it's kind of weird that is very very odd and is i it, think doesn't even the champion take the one that yes you and that's don't that's something pick. i was going to say is that the champion actually takes the third one along with him so it actually kind of works out if you if you pick the uh the starter if you pick the monkey as the starter he ends up with two fire types i think when you go fight him at the end of the game, if, if that's what you, happens, because I haven't made it to the end and of the see, game. And I can't make any consensus because that's you, where I stopped. Yeah, is, you got to the Elite Four and then that was it. But that's yeah. essentially the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty much the end and we wanted to get this out. So I was like, okay, I've I've had my fill. So yeah. unfortunately, I, we can't tell you. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> we, could, we could just look it up, but I don't yeah, want to do that. We could. Um, so, uh, so having him have two fire types would actually really just make things a lot easier because then you can just wipe it out with like one Pokemon instead of having to switch out your team mm -hmm. for like other Pokemon. But uh, again, I guess this is something I should have prefaced before. This is, you know, we're talking a lot about how the Pokemon or how Pokemon works and how, you know, we're not really going in depth with, we kind of expect you to kind of know what Pokemon is, how the game really kind of plays out. And works, and this is more or less just going over Sword and Shield from because it's still a relatively new game. Uh, I think that everybody that has already that would potentially watch this has already played the game, kind of gets an idea of it. But we're gonna kind of you know this is our opinion, our story of the game. So after you pick your starter, you go into a uh, more or less tutorial area where you get to kind of walk around. Um, there's some wild grass that you can, um, this is something that there was in, we saw in let's go where you can physically see the Pokemon out on the wild, the wild grass now, mm -hmm. and you can walk into them and it starts an encounter. Um, and that, and that's really cool. I really like that. That's something that a lot of people have been wanting is that being able to see the Pokemon on the map and, or just in general, instead of just only being restricted to the battles. Yeah. So it's nice to be able to see that. And it's, it's, you know, it's, the game itself has a pretty good graphical leap. Uh, it's not a giant leap uh, comparing it to other games, but uh, it, you know, it still looks better than, especially for you, for you, Jamie, since the mm -hmm. last one you played with Soul Silver. Going from two D sprites to three D graphics is just a huge leap. Yeah, but even still, the quality of the um, models aside from what people you know you can find upscaled versions of the 3ds models and they look relatively similar to what we have on sword and shield as far as the quality of them mm -hmm. but you have a much larger area to see you know um this is something they do in the tutorial they still really limit your field of view for a little while uh, but as you go through the tutorial spot you uh, come across a wooded area and you run into the legendary Pokemon there. You can't do anything to it. 
and then you pass out. And then from there, you're basically told to go uh, to the gym challenges, which is like the, the, the eight gyms that you have to go to mm-hmm. that's in every Pokemon game so that you can become the champion. And you're basically told, here you go. And your mom goes, okay, here's some pocket change for you. Yeah, and bye, then, honey. Yeah, she goes, <laughs> here's some pocket change, and she gives you $30,000. <laughs> so <laughs> No big deal. Yeah, no nothing. She's been saving since she had dropped out of college so no big deal right exactly so here's <laughs> just it's nothing thirty thousand dollars it's nothing you can have it uh <laughs> so i thought that was really funny that she just gives you an insane amount of money and says it's no big deal you know um so really that kind of makes you think that oh no no stuff's really expensive but it's not uh, do you like, want to know you what could... i did first with that thirty thousand dollars i am curious tell me i went shopping i bought some new clothes that's <laughs> That is pretty it, accurate to me. That in is general, exactly but. what I did as well. Um, <laughs> however, I didn't buy like multiple clothes. So the first store you can go to that has clothes has a very, very unique shirt in it. And it's basically a, a an Arcanine graphic tee. Yeah. That's like it's Arcanine and then he's like in a, in like a moonlight setting and it looks really nice. Like a lot of the other stuff that you see is like plain colored stuff or like mm-hmm. maybe there's a stripe it's or like pastel. Yeah. Or like yeah. the, the fake businesses that are in the Pokemon world will have their logo on there like Nike. Yeah. Fake H and M. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so in what I did, uh, I bought the Arcanine shirt, which was $30,000. So I spent <laughs> my entire, entire given money to buy a single t-shirt and i was like yep that was worth it that was totally worth it <laughs> yes um, no potions don't don't buy pokeballs well nothing uh i think i did end up selling uh some stuff so i could get pokeballs because uh what i ended up doing in the beginning is after you're told to go on the gym challenges as i ended up just grinding all the way to get my uh pokemon through its first evolution step Oh, for real? So, like, wow. the first thing I did was get him all the way up to level 16 mm-hmm. when, when they evolved for the first time. So, I got to the riot. Like, the first thing you do after that, before you go into... Uh, what what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to take a train to go to the main city. Uh, so, you hop before you go onto the train, Hop uh, challenges you to a rival battle. Or, I guess, your second one, because after you get your starter, you, you, you battle Hop, and you just beat him right away because... Yeah. Um, the game, <laughs> the game is deli- well. The game deliberately gives you uh, your elemental move right away, because you'll face his. Because Hop cheats, he has two Pokemon right away. He has the uh, the sheep Pokemon, which I can't, I, I can't even remember its name. It's like Wooloo. Yeah, Wooloo. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just a sheep. Yeah, it's just a sheep. <laughs> um, but it's like level two, and you're level five, so you just cream it right away. Uh, and it gives you enough experience to level up immediately, which then gives you your elemental move. So then when he throws out his starter that he just grabbed, uh, you just beat it right away. Yeah. <laughs> so it's he gets like, really, I remember him getting really surprised. Like, oh, you already know elemental moves, huh? Yeah. Like getting a little salty about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so you battle him and he throws out his Pokemon again. It's level like six. Yeah. And it's just, I have level 16. He's already in the next evolutionary step. <laughs> and he's just like, I, he doesn't even say anything. Man. He's like, oh, you still remember elemental weaknesses. And it's like, yeah, I, I just <laughs> beat you like an hour ago. Yeah, that's kind of how I was too. I was very, um, so like the Pokemon, like when you first kind of get access to them, 
I was excited, like, because I saw, like, a lot of, like, fun little, like, I saw a Vulpix, which is a big deal. I love Vulpix. Yeah. Um, and I saw, like, so I grinded, too. Like, I was able to kind of check out to see how many Pokemon were going to jump out, you know, what conditions. So I kind of played with it since I had time, and I did that, too. I was definitely very, very overpowered and when I faced hopped, I almost kind of like, yeah, you're just kind like, of a diva. I'm like, mm, peon, like, <laughs> get away from me. You pathetic little human. Yeah. I'm like, do you really think you stand a chance against me? Like, dude. Yeah. You, you suck. <laughs> yeah. Suck he's so just bad. like, he's just like a little scrawny kid and you just roll up like the Hulk. Like, you do. Oh, you challenge me well, to a battle. It's really funny because like in your game, you kind of get an ego in Pokemon, you know, cause you beat everybody you have strong Pokemon, you know, you don't really face anybody in real, in real life, you know? So it's kind of, um, you, you kind of feel like a, a, can we curse on here? Yeah, I don't care. You kind of feel like a badass. Try to, try to limit it. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of feel like a badass, right? So you're like, yeah. So when your rival comes on, he's like, I'm going to be the next champion. You're like, are you, are you now? (laughs) Well, Um. let's see about that. Mr. (laughs) Come on. So, um, yeah, I definitely, definitely, Beat his yeah <laughs> so you hop on the train uh so after you beat him you hop onto the train to go to uh the major the main city which is like a, the the giant where the giant stadium where they have host like all the major events mm-hmm. i guess it's like there i and it's, that's one thing i was always trying to figure out is like these towns were always so small but then you always would come back to this giant arena so i guess it's like in the center of the map so yeah. it's somehow it's like these, the main city. Yeah, like these towns are all connected to. Th- I and that's I'd have to do more research on it, but it seems like I wonder if they kept in every gym you go to the same arena. You know what I mean? No, because all all they the have gyms their have their own. They have their own stadiums there, but this is like the largest one. Gotcha. Okay, because it just because seemed like these stadiums came out of nowhere. Yeah. In yeah. another town. Anyway, go on. Go on. Sorry. So. Uh, while you're riding the train, there's a bunch of the sheep Pokemon blocking the tracks, so you have to stop off early before you get to the town. And um, you they're basically like, well, you could just walk there; it's right over there. <laughs> and this is where it brings you into the wild area, which is the new, really big mechanic that a lot of people are really excited about. Because in the wild area, you basically have free roam to go wherever you want. You're not really restricted, other than what we'll say because because you're pretty much encountering one right away. Um, the only thing you're really limited by is the level of Pokemon that you can encounter because you can encounter pretty much any level Pokemon. Anything, there. yeah. It's definitely overwhelming when you get in there. Yes. And this is what a lot of people were excited about because it's like, oh, this is finally a really open-ended and uh, open-world type Pokemon game because you can rotate the camera around. You can see everything. And you can, uh, again, because you can see Pokemon on the map, you get to explore it a, a, more or less at your leisure. And this whole entire wild area also kind of encourages the next gimmick that's added to the game, which is the camping mechanic. And the camping mechanic is basically you can set up camp and you can play with your Pokemon. Like you can throw balls. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you can. You can throw balls. Yeah, you can and throw balls, like play fetch. Uh, you can get like the cat toy um, that like has a little thing on it, like yeah. a bell on it, and you can wave it at them, uh, and then they can get mad at you. Yeah, they um, do every single time. They always Yeah, they just like start they attacking it. Yeah. Uh, and you can also cook, which is another... This, uh, cooking is basically free healing, um, more or less, because 
what you can do is um, out in the wild area, there's a lot of the, the berry trees. And you can shake the, you shake the cherry, uh, berry trees for berries to collect that you can use. And you can use them to make curries uh, to heal your team and get bonus experience and stuff. And also uh, playing fetch and uh, just interacting with your Pokemon while you're camping uh, more or less uh, helps increase your experience. So you don't really need to do battles to gain experience. You're basically given experience for doing anything. And it's something I really like because it more or less turns uh, experience points into how well your bond is with your Pokemon because that's something they really establish. And it's something that's been established with uh, really it's something that started in the anime, um, which is kind of like, this is kind of nerdy. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, something they really establish in the anime is that uh, Pokemon evolve through their bonds with humans and not, you know, not so much... Um, they just, have, you know, uh, rather than it being a natural progression, which it still is, but it's more or less, it helps enhance that and brings it to fruition. So the fact that this more or less represents that your the strength of bond with your Pokemon is more or less growing, um, kind of helps enhance that and, you know, reinforce that is, I guess is what I was trying to say, that notion. So I'm really uh, so it's really nice that they added that, and it also makes the game you know relatively easier for people to build their Pokemon up a lot faster rather than trying to go out and just constantly fight through the Elite Four over and over again. You can just set up camp, feed them some dishes, and then like throw throw. Um, uh, I don't even remember what the ball looked like. It's, it's not actually a, a Pokeball. Is it a Pokeball? Yeah. Okay, it's so it's like, like a, a giant fake Pokeball. Yeah. And you just throw it and then go catch it. It's and fun. It's, yeah, and it's really funny because like you can even kind of interact with your Pokemon and talk to them and they'll they'll be like, oh, you know, so-and-so is happy or uh, so-and-so wants to play fetch. And when they throw the ball, it's like the AIs get... It's adorable. It's actually a really, really cute mechanic because, you know... Um, your team like reacts and like your team. It's really funny because yeah, they, they all, will they will like they're like yeah they'll, the they'll they'll interact with each other yeah or they'll sleep. It's just really cute and um it's really funny because I actually had a Gyarados in my game oh yeah and he's huge he's like whoosh yeah and um you know they make happy faces. It's just cute. It's I remember cute uh, uh one of the first ones I got was Galissapod, which I got from one of the raids, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but I had gotten Galissapod, which turns into, um, um, I, I can't even remember his name now. Um, uh, but anyway, he's just this giant samurai bug. He's one of my favorite oh, yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. what his name It's, uh, or no, uh, Galissapod is the final form. It's Wimpod. So I, okay. I'd find, gotten yeah, Wimpod yeah, yeah. and he's just <laughs> this little like tiny, uh, like, uh, what are they called? Like beach crabs or mm -hmm. something like that little, like kind of almost like pill bug looking type thing. <laughs> Anyway, um, I'd got him right away, and he's so tiny, but he's like really insanely fast. So it's so funny because anytime I go into the camp, you just see all of a sudden just this little, um, little silver like bullet just go. <laughs> and it's so funny to see that thing run. Uh, but after, uh, so you get yeah, so you can set up camp anywhere. You can visit other people's camps when you're hooked up online, which I don't think is something I really because uh, you didn't really play it online. I didn't know. I um, you, I was very um isolated <laughs> yeah and that's fine because yeah. uh, it's not it that... doesn't it didn't limit my experience it only did at a certain point with um what do you call it with the um what the raids mm -hmm. it only lim eventually um my experience was limited with the raids so we can we can talk about that later yeah. but yeah 
So another thing that's uh, you see right away in this wild area, um, because you can see Pokemon pretty much um, whenever you're going through wild grass, which they still kind of do like the random encounter uh, stuff. Or just randomly, if you're walking through, sometimes a Pokemon will like surprise you, and uh, you know you won't see them coming. Mm-hmm. Which I think that's a good way to like, inter- uh keep the surprise encounter or random encounter yeah. aspect going for it. Um, but there's also uh, something that you'll see is instead of being in uh, the grass, they'll just be walking around normally, and it's usually like much larger Pokemon. And the game really strongly advises you to keep your distance from these uh, guys because you can't encounter, or you're more than likely not prepared to handle them. Mm-hmm. So the first thing you see is a level 25 Onyx. Now, this is coming out of the tutorial area, which you really roughly expected to be between the levels of like 7 and 10. So you're really not well equipped to handle this. I was level 17. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and I also had picked a uh, monkey. I, because uh, he had evolved at this point, I don't even remember what his name was. I, I so I just called him Monkey. So I had I had Monkey, and he's obviously Grass type. So Onyx did not stand a chance, and I had gotten him to the point where I could catch him. Well, this is where we get into something that I didn't like about the game, which is that the game really level gates you. And it level gates you based on your progression of not how far your Pokemon evolved. Because at first I was like, I was like, well, I was like, that's kind of silly. It doesn't let you catch. I thought it was maybe that you can't catch Pokemon that are stronger than your current highest level. And I was like, that's kind of silly. I guess the game doesn't really want uh, want you to get something like overly powered right away, and then just not just ignore the rest of your team, and then you can catch whatever you want. So I thought that maybe had been the issue. It turns out the game actually level gates you based on how many badges you collect. And so every badge you collect, you get like another five levels to it. So at first, you can catch the Pokemon up to level 20, and then 25, and then 30, and then you know, so on and so forth. And I had gotten to the point where I could have caught Onyx. Like, I was yeah. straight up, and it was just was like, this Pokemon's too strong for you, or something like that. It's, yeah, it just seemed kind of... Most- it was definitely a, a weird mechanic for letting you kind of explore this open world and let's tease you with these Pokemon. Oh, but by the way, you can't catch it. Even though you you beat it. Yeah. You know, you can catch it because you've weakened it, but it's not going to obey you because yes. you don't have a gold star on your badge patch. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's a very odd mechanic for introducing to you all of these. It's like, you know, going to a buffet and be like, oh, well... All you can eat, but you can't eat this, this, and this, and this because you don't have a high you don't pay have, grade. You don't have buffet plus. <laughs> you don't have buffet plus. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of still. It's just kind of like, ah, oh, okay, well, and it, I mean, I, it gives you like a motivator though. So you're like, okay, well, I really want to catch this Pokemon, but so let me just hustle over to the gym and beat him up. But then yeah. that's that's not fun either because then you're rushing. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's. It's an odd mechanic. For sure. Yeah. So at first I thought I was like, uh, I got a little mad about it because I would have been cool to have like a level 25 Onyx right away. That would have been really neat, uh, especially since I was really trying to just power my way through the game. So when I got to that and I couldn't catch him, I was pretty upset. So, <laughs> you know, what do I do? I just have to beat him. Uh, and you get a lot of experience for, for defeating them, mm-hmm. uh, especially once you get into the more evolved Pokemon later. 
but you'll see that it's not it doesn't scale like there's no scaling for certain areas it's just it, it could be anything like you could like right next to the main town when you're going through the wild area you have to go uh to a certain part of it to you have to like go up this large staircase to get to the main town if you go just to the right of that you can find like a level 50 snorlax like it like you could just absolutely get demolished by these guys and mm-hmm. it really is like you need to watch out because these guys will mess you up but another part of exploring the wild area is something we mentioned earlier uh which is the raid system and the way the raids are are these giant uh glowing pillars coming out of the ground there's these like pink wells and you go up to them and each well it, it really wants you to go to the wells already because collecting them gives you watts which is like a, a exclusive currency that you can use to buy like certain items mm-hmm. or you can use it to increase your bicycle that you get uh to make it like uh boost faster or longer or something like that yeah and it's basically what it is what the how the raids work if you go and interact with certain ones there'll be a pokemon there that you can uh that you can go battle and what it is is they're called raids because you're not battling it by yourself they're the the pokemon you battle are the giant versions of them the dynamaxed versions which we'll talk about dynamaxing when we get to the gyms and they're all dynamaxed so you have to take them down um so that you have to weaken them weaken them all the way down to the zero health so that you can catch them and it could be any pokemon there's it's not like oh you can only catch certain pokemon in these it could be anything and it seems like it the 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 level of the pokemon in the raids is always scaled to what you already have and I know I, because all the Pokemon I got from every raid was always like a level below my highest level one or like around that. And they weren't, uh, it could have been a, an evolved Pokemon. It would have been level. See, I had a different experience with that where um, in the raid I was able to encounter, I can't tell you, he's like a ground type, but um, we were probably like maybe, uh, I want to say he, we, we were able to catch him and he was much stronger than my team and really I, yeah and i know later in the game i did notice that uh the 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 wells are and the pokemon in the wells are um like one star is one star right it's weak and then um you know and then it you know go up to like five or maybe six stars i can't quite remember so the difficulty of the wells will change too mm, so and okay. i never noticed it was reflective of and it's really hard to see because you have to catch them to see their level. Yeah. But the it's like a scaling level system of saying, hey, you know, he's five stars. Good luck. Okay. That's so, what uh, I that saw too. But that, if maybe, I don't know if you noticed the I didn't notice thing. that at all. So I, that was something. I noticed the star system, but I didn't correlate that to how powerful the Pokemon was. I thought that was like. Um, oh, how like, powerful his, like, No, his I thought it was like level. the rarity of, oh. of like, you know, if it was like a five star uh, Pokemon, it only has like a, it was something in like, it would only have like a 3% chance of Very showing up in there or something. Like I, I, I thought it was like, this is how rare this Pokemon is. See, I took thing. it as difficulty. Okay. How difficulty, how difficult this Pokemon, <laughs> yeah. difficulty, how um, hard it was. Cause yeah. uh, it, they could get really hard. Okay. Um, but it, during these raids, you're with three other trainers um, and you can do this online with friends, with random people, or you can just do it with AI, and uh, we had both more or less done it with AI. I didn't really do it online because 
a lot of the Pokemon that you encounter, I, I you know, I'd believe to be Pokemon that you'd encounter around my level. So uh, I didn't think they would be that difficult. And they weren't, for the most part. I never had any issues with catching any of them. They all caught right away. So I thought it was just a guaranteed catch. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's something that... Is that something that... Are, is it a guaranteed catch no matter what? I believe so in Dynamax, yes. If you beat them all the way down. Okay. Yes. And what's actually really interesting, the more, um, I believe, Pokemon you catch, like Dynamax, that the easier it is for you to catch Pokemon. Like the the ratio of... like. So if you if you catch like a oh maybe not so much Dynamax but the more Pokemon you do catch, and then if you throw a Pokeball at somebody like if you have a lot of Pokemon that you already caught and you throw like a random Pokeball, it may it will automatically like click it will automatically like lock that Pokemon in. Oh really? Yeah, that's an interesting. I didn't notice that. I thought it was. I thought we were um, thinking with more Dynamax stuff, but now that I think about it, it's there was like a a little memo that said hey the more Pokemon you catch, the easier it is for you to. Like catch one Pokemon. Okay, so I didn't. Yeah. I, I I think they they might have said something about that too, but I was like you know speeding through text. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you're like go 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 go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to try it out. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so the they're all over the the wild area, all the walls. You can find them everywhere. Um, and you can uh, Dynamax your own Pokemon in there, and you know you can use the Dynamax the Dynamax moves that you get, um, so, which I guess we'll talk again. We'll we'll talk more about Dynamax when we get to the gym, uh, gym part. We're already fifty minutes into this. I thought we'd be close to being done, but it's a lot to talk. Uh, about. It's a it's, lot. It's yeah. A lot the of wild area, things. the wild area. A lot of the new mechanics. Once we get that out of the way, it's kind of it'll breeze through it because it introduces the game introduces a lot to you at once. That's something I noticed as after you finish the tutorial, you're just it throws so much at you, the camping, the Dynamaxing, the raid system, the wild area, uh, just the entirety of going through the gym challenges. It's, mm-hmm. It throws a lot at you right away. It doesn't really, uh, I mean, it pushes you in the way that it wants you to go, but it's like, you know, do it at your own pace, uh, which is good. And, and like, especially for people that really want an experience like that. But again, because of the level gating, you can't really go that in depth with it right away, which is something that I think is kind of missed when it comes to uh, the wild area. Uh, another thing, uh, since we're still in the wild area, <laughs> and haven't made it to the town yet. Uh, one thing that I uh, I'd sent, mentioned earlier is the berry trees that you can find. And one of the issues I really have with the wild area itself, um, and this is just an issue I take with the game, is that the draw distance on it is really bad. Um, the, the, and it's not that the draw distance is so bad that you can't see five feet in front of you. It, you can see all the way across the map, but what it is, is that the wild, the, the wild grass or, you know, the, the tall grass where Pokemon will be in and the berry trees and, and really just a lot of the scenery in general kind of doesn't really get loaded in until you're within around a hundred to 200 feet of it. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to, especially like this is something when I I had a real issue with, with because the camping uh, making food for your Pokemon requires the berries. So you have to go out to the barrier trees and collect them. And this was something I noticed when I was trying to go gather a lot of berries, which was like, I have no idea where these trees are. And so I guess I'll just ride around and find them. 
And it was so, I, I had actually ro- rode by like at least three or four trees because they had, the draw distance was so bad it it would spawn like right here as I was passing it. And because I wasn't really looking oh. in that direction, I wouldn't see it. So it's just something that I really noticed as some, as far as a technicality for the game, it's not really, it's not, no, I'm not knocking off points for, you know, if I was scoring the game, yeah. <laughs> I'm not knocking points off for it because of it's an issue that the, the locations are bad. It's more of an issue with the technicality of the game that it, uh, it especially I get it, It's their first major console game, but the draw distance, like the switch is able to, be a little more powerful than that it should be able to draw it, it should be able to show uh, especially maybe not like stuff that gets in your way like the tall grass i can understand that but like something that you need to go collect or something that has some significance to it you should be able to see that from a distance and the game just doesn't let you do that and that's a big issue i have with it mm-hmm. um did you notice that when you were out collecting um, berries or no mine i think because i i really um Took my so I took the time with with the game where I really explored, so where um I knew where those those trees were, you know what I mean. So yeah. when I needed to collect, I I I knew the hot spots. So it wasn't I I wasn't thinking of the like oh man I can't see. I did notice that like if the way if your character's facing a certain way, like there's obviously like a camera yeah. window, it's so, like a cone, like a cone, right? So if you're or like not sure you could you could pass it but i i didn't um it didn't bother me that much okay yeah that, that was something that actually bothered me a lot i could see why it wouldn't bother some people but that was for me that was just like yeah i just wasn't I was like thinking this, of it you i know was like I mean? trying to go out and find everything i wanted it was just bad <laughs> uh, but so you know going through you go through the wild area um there's lakes there's rivers um, you know, you can't really go into those sections yet. Cause one of the things I noticed was that there was a Gyarados, like you could see him right there. And I was like, Oh, I want to go get Gyarados. Yeah, and then, yeah, you can't go get them cause you can't go in the water. So at this point you'll notice that when you're going through the wild area, like it seems like certain sections have d- different weather. So one section it'll be raining. Like the, um, I think when you first go into the wild area, it's always raining. Cause I watched people uh, playing the game. It seemed to be always be raining whenever they went and started the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if maybe it was something that had to do with the time or, or however, I don't know. Um, but you know, there, so there's, and you'll find different Pokemon in those areas. So there'll be a, when it's snowing, you'll find ice Pokemon more likely and like yeah. so forth. And I thought that was really cool. Um, that there's different weather in each of the sections and they can all change. Like um, even speaking of weather, even in the, um, like if you're battling, like that had an elemental effect yes, on battles that, that, as well. The weather affects what uh, the uh, the field battlefield is. Mm-hmm. Um, but so you make it over to the main town and, you know, you go into the opening ceremony for the gyms uh, and, it makes this big spectacle. You all have to wear your own uh, uniforms, which are basically soccer uniforms, <laughs> uh, which I didn't like because I wanted my thirty thousand dollar T shirt to be represented. I know while I was out there, but uh, you can buy new uniforms. For, They're really expensive, though. Yeah, so you get a uniform. There's a uniform for each element, and then there's just the normal basic one, which uh, like there is a normal element one, and then there's just like. Every the the standard one where everybody has it, where it's, there's no element to it. 
Um, you can buy the uniforms for uh, gyms that aren't represented uh, in the game. So, like, because there's, I think, 16, uh, like, different Pokemon types. Something like that. Um, there's a lot. Yeah. So there's <laughs> only adding. there's only eight in the game, or, you know, eight gyms. So you, the remainder you can buy. But if you wanted something like the only red one was the fire type one. So I wanted a red, like, red uniform. So I had to wait until the third gym in order to have one. And then you can't even wear them, yeah. like, normally. So yeah. I thought that was kind of weird that you have, like, this very specific uniform that you can only wear in, during so the gym challenge. basic. Like, yes. the gym, obviously they're gym leaders or whatever, but they have all these cool... Um, cut designs and colors, and your your gym is pretty much white. Like it's not even; it's just basic. Yeah. Like it is super basic, and I don't know. Like once you're um in those gyms, like you kind of don't feel very basic anymore. Like once you've kind of beat the like not beat, but when you um um not when you beat the game, but when you um are getting really popular and you're getting stronger and yeah. things like that. Like the townies will start to know who you are too. That your basic white the uniform, townies. the townies. They, uh, they'll, you just feel so like, oh, this is so lame. So yeah, I wish they, you could have changed it or customized it just a tad yeah. more. Well, you are able to choose your number, and that's yeah. it. What was the number you chose? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. See, I, I didn't know how many numbers I could have used. I think, I think it was maximum of three. See, yeah, I, you know, I went nine 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 or whatever. So yeah. Max. Uh, I did six 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 because I thought that was really funny. I didn't um, know you did six six six. Yeah, <laughs> that's that was, ironic. That was really funny. Um, that's so, awesome. I should have done that one too. <laughs> uh, but I, I didn't. No, I was like, oh, I just thought it would be a joke um, because I just uh, he was like, oh, what number do you want? And I and like, you know, thinking normal like uniform, it, most numbers don't go up to ninety. Uh, like most uniform numbers only do two yeah, digits. They go up so to, I didn't. Yeah. Do, like, I, I thought I'd put in three. Be like, oh, that's too many. You need to do between whatever. So I was like six, 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 baby. And, like, and he was just like, okay. Okay. So I just walk <laughs> out into the opening ceremony. I love like, it. I was like, oh, okay. I, I guess I can't. I was like, can I change it? I, I thought I was doing it as a joke, and you know, I couldn't. Nope. I couldn't change it. I love so I was it. like, all right, I'm stuck with this. That's I guess. Um, <laughs> so I thought that was really funny. Um, <laughs> there was a. So you do the opening ceremony, and then you don't even actually, like, even though that's a gym challenge, you don't get to do that gym challenge first. You have to go to the another one. Yeah. Uh, and then this is where a lot of people said started saying about how Game Freak was lying about the game because now you go into the more traditional route system, and once you start the routes, uh, you're basically on a path, like a linear path like most Pokemon games. You go from route one to two to three. Yeah. And then you go through Mount Moon or whatever the, yeah. you know, the cave equivalent was. In this game and a lot of people got mad about that because it's you know people wanted something more explorative more open-ended and i i agree i think this is kind of a uh, like a drop like a ball drop that they really did instead of just making the entire game the wild area and you can that's the route yeah. the, the route is what you make yourself instead of having these set routes so i thought that was a little bit of a disappointment yeah. that we, we got I yeah, for sure. Like, I I mean, you always come back to the wild area. You always, like, there is kind of another town that you have to go to through the wild area. So parts of it are linear, back to the linear stages. And then 
But most, I would say 80% of the game is linear, and then the other, like, 20% is yeah. open, but not really open. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're traveling to another town. You're not going yeah. through a cave or well, anything. Well, what was silly about it, too, is that you're given the ability to fly immediately before you, right after the gym challenge. Yeah. And you, like, somebody, I think somebody brings it up. I think Hop brings it up or something like that. He's like, why can't we just fly right to the town? And then, like the the directors, he just goes like this. He goes, "But where's the fun in that?" <laughs> it's just like, okay, all right, whatever you, whatever yeah. you say, yeah. So there's there's definitely some loopholes for sure. Yeah, but uh, but you, this is also where you encounter the enemy like team. Because oh, every yeah. Pokemon game, you have the Team Rocket, Team Galaxy, mm. or uh, Team Magma, or whatever it is. And this one, it's Team Yell. <laughs> um, and they're the absolute worst team I've ever seen. Um, yeah. I know in, in Pokemon Sun and Moon, it was Team Skull. And Team Skull was basically just like a bunch of like hoodlum kids where they're like, they're, um, you know, like stereotypical like inner city gang. Oh, type activity where they're like, they're like, yo, hey man, come on, what's up? And they did that. They would do like the hand motions like gangsters, and it was like, I was like, this is pretty bad. This is so cheesy because they'd be like, like, yo, yo, man, come on, that's come like on, such Pokemon stereotype. battle, yo, and, and like they would, they would say yo like every other word. It was bad, um, and so that was kind of like, I didn't have high hopes for what Team Yell was gonna be, and looking at. It, like their designs looked pretty much like Team Skull, where it was going for like a various stereotype, um, where they're all like punk rockers because yeah. they all have like mohawks and spiked hair, um, and they're just it, they're just really loud and obnoxious, and they just get in your way, yeah, and that's they, the whole gimmick of them. Yeah, they don't even like do anything relatively interesting to story. So either. yeah, let's just get team y'all out of the way because I, I don't really think they're that interesting, but no. like, how does that play out? Why don't you tell me how team Yell's story plays out? Okay. So they, the reason why they're so obnoxious is because there's this other, um, so there's several characters in this game and then there's one character who is your age too. Her name is Marnie, I think. Yeah. And, um, She's from their town. So Team Yell are basically her cheerleaders. But in order to cheer for her, they actually block the other gym challengers, a.k.a. you two, um, from going on certain paths or they'll battle you or they're just they're just trying to get in your way. And it's it's just not. It's just very annoying. It's like it doesn't really do much for story. Like I not to be super oldie, but like Team Rocket, like. (laughs) would steal everybody's stuff. You know what I mean? Like, there was, there's, like, no. Okay, Boomer. Okay, Boomer. But, I mean. <laughs> but there's Team Rocket was so much better. I'm not saying they're, no, like, they the were. best villains. No. But but I, it was more interesting. It was more interesting. Like, I, you, there was a reason that they were. Yeah, like, um, I'm trying to even think. I mean, Team Rocket was in the second gen, too, so I'm, I am not really. There was, a like, a legitimate reason to battle them. There was, and they, they were doing bad things. You know what I mean? And I don't know about the other villains in the game, but I feel like this game was, like, too too sweet, and even Team Yell was, like, very annoying, but they were too, like, goody, 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 go, mm-hmm. Marnie, we're going to cheer for you. You know, it was just like, where's the drama? Like, where? Yeah, you're, like, you're just like, why am I doing this? Yeah, it, it definitely... 
I, I think I think the moment for me when I knew it was a bad team because the first battle it's just they're just blocking the bridge yeah, or something I, like that. I really it's didn't know like, what they were doing. It's like, hey, can you guys get out of the way? And then uh, like, but the, I think it's the second or third time you encounter them where they're just like in a hotel lobby. Yeah, and they're just like being really loud and obnoxious, and you're just like trying to check in. Yeah, and you're like, they're like, um. You're like, hey man, what are you doing? Or something like it was so stupid. Yeah, it was like the dialogue. You're like, I'm just trying to check into my hotel room, and they're like, and yeah, you know, they're they're like, can you? Oh no, no, no. What it is is some guy was like, hey, can you get these guys out of here? And they're just <laughs> like, he's like, I'm just trying to check in, and you're like, you are, like you are too. And then they won't let you buy the teller because they're just like screaming at him or something like that. Yeah. So it's literally you have to be like the manager and step I know. in. Where's and, the effing police? Exactly. Like, Go home. Well, they're not like doing anything illegal. They're just no, annoying. But they're just causing, what's the word? Like public disturbance. Disturbance. Yeah. yeah so it was because they're not destroying property either. They're just being annoying. No. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, they're Maybe being very they annoying, and then they're like blocking people. Like they'll actually like cut you off from a bridge. They just harass people too. Like yeah. There's one person they harass. So how does the story end for them? Like what is? Um. So after basically you get to the town that they're from which is also a punk dirty town (laughs) it's just like run down like dirt village you know i was really disappointed with that town because i was expecting well like was it like in shambles or something like that that's actually really funny because that's exactly what they did with sun and moon when you go to team skull like the main the main villain uh village yeah it's just like it's just a dump it's like, a dump. They don't even have shops. They have one Pokemon Center. Yeah, like all the houses are like in uh, in Sun and Moon. All the houses are all broken. Yeah, it's um, pretty much like an alleyway. You literally get into the city. It's literally like it's like a strip. Like so, you're just a person running. But then like so, it's like a Pokemon Center, and then you keep running straight, and um, then it's the. Um, the gym, the gym itself. So after you beat the gym leader, they're like, oh, and they leave you alone. And you're like, thank God for that. This is just like, I just imagine, like, I, I, I just imagine there's just like garbage everywhere. You it's just like, it. it's, it's just very, like, it's just very, just like a, it's like a dark city. I, I think they live in a warehouse really because like they actually like block it off with like a garage and you, it's weird. So like they're, the entrance is is like a it is like a warehouse garage. Like their town, I think, is in like in a garage. Okay. Because the whole town just and it looks like a city, but literally your gym, the gym battle is like on a stage in the middle of the street. Oh really? Yeah, it's a weird, and they kind of bring it up too. I think that's why they're so aggressive is because the town, I think, isn't doing so well, and that's why they're rooting for Marnie because she's. The gym guys. They want bro- people to come sister. to visit the town. Yeah, and they're not being visited. But then they block off the town from challengers from facing the gym leader. I don't know. It's a weird That's story. It's weird. But yeah, they, they settle down after you get to the town, and they're like, all right, we'll fight you. And then when you beat the gym leader, they chill out. It's just weird that, uh, especially it. since it's supposed to be like a major part of the gym challenge, that the town wouldn't be doing good at all anyway. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's like I said, it's a like, very the it's whole weird. well the whole ceremony the ceremony you go through like the gym challenge ceremony there's hundreds of other trainers there so it's not it, like it, especially the fact that there's three digit uniforms it really 
it really goes into the fact that like there's a lot of people doing this you know you're not the only one going through it see and that that's why they blocked it off because they want the girl to win they want marnie to win mm. so they're blocking all of the other trainers so they can't earn their badges yeah so but my my whole point was like if if you know there's tons of people doing this challenge all the time why why would this town be in shambles then because there's a a, a major thing they have there that's part of their culture mm-hmm. that people would be coming to visit like constantly so you know you, you get where i'm coming yeah, from. yeah it's it's like, like it doesn't it's make a, sense it, that this it town. really doesn't it and then when it when you beat them you're like this is it <laughs> like this is the this is the the whole story with team yell yeah okay <laughs> who's next so that's Team Yell. It was kind of a letdown for the obnoxious team team villain. Yeah. Not even a villain. It was team annoying. It <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Um, so why don't we go ahead and get into the gym challenges. Okay. So you start going. So obviously you go through the routes mm-hmm. and to basically get to each of the new towns for the next gym. And the way the gyms work in this game is it's not you basically – uh, you know, it's not like Brock's gym where you just walk in a straight line and, you know, every five steps there's a trainer that you yeah. encounter. Um, it's more like a mini game. It's like an obstacle course. Yes. It's like it's this game is very sport oriented. Um, so like the the main gym challenges is on a field. However, their their trials to get in is very like you got to kick a ball and you got to um, like it's just very sport oriented yeah. for sure well there's so again i only did the first three and the first one is the grass one and you have to push the sheep pokemon uh all like basically down a hallway yeah and you have, you have to, have to keep them. them all yeah you have to herd sheep um in order to advance and then and, you know at the end you like you do encounter trainers or you can just avoid them uh and then you once you get to the end, then you do the actual battle where you battle the gym leader. Um, and then this is where the gym, uh, like the challenge there, or, you know, the gym trial is kind of like separate from the stadium. It seems like, because mm-hmm. the stadium is just like, a, it's basically that it's just a giant soccer field. And when you go to, when you finish the trial, you go to the stadium, and, you know, this is all seamless. It's not like, um, you have to tr- you have to walk all over the place. It's like you go in the gym and then you go it immediately pops you to the trial and then to the stadium part. And this is where you get to do really the 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 dynamaxing uh, outside of the raids. You can dynamax in the raids, but the this is the only way outside of the raids to dynamax. You can't. It's not something. It's not like Mega Evolutions or Z moves from the previous games where you can use them every like once a battle. This is something that's limited only to this. You can only do it once a battle, and you only get so many turns with it. And the way the Dynamaxing works is it's basically it takes your Pokemon and it makes him big. We make Pokemon big. <laughs> uh, so it's just it it makes it basically turns your one foot tall Pikachu into a uh, hundred foot Pikachu. And, you know, your Pokemon gets increased stats, increased health, um, and their moves become different moves. They come become Dynamax moves. So if instead of Thundershock or 
uh, scratch, it'll be like max electricity or um, max uh, punch, things like that, where it's just a it's just a generic named move. Uh, I don't know if there's any specifically named moves. I didn't see any, at least. There might be some with certain Pokemon. Um, uh, no, so for most part, it was very depending on. So you had your move sites, right? So if you had a normal move, um, or an elemental move, it would turn those moves into a, a different it would be the same element of what it was but it would be like you said max thunder uh max like psychic or hailstorm just to i mean they would give it like little elemental names um and then depending i did notice this depending on how strong so say you had two like electric abilities right one was mm-hmm. stronger than the other when those converted over from when you were dynamaxing the strongest one would be still strong, even though it was yeah, electric type. it would type. be stronger. It'd be stronger. So that was kind of um, a, a little interesting, little little fun fact, in yeah. case you're not sure. <laughs> well, no, you're fine. And uh, so the Dynamaxing is actually kind of like cheating, though, for the most part, especially if you're using like uh, the, the element that's stronger against yeah. the other Pokemon. Um, because you basically just one shot Pokemon every time you uh, it's an elemental uh, unless it's you know especially in the early game it might be it, when I got to the third gym it was a little different but for the first two gyms it was it was an absolute piece of cake I yeah. had no issues it was just it was smooth smooth sailing so you get three turns with your Dynamax Pokemon um, and I believe the first two gyms actually the first three gyms all have like three Pokemon or two Pokemon. And I I Dynamax turn one and um, for the first two gyms and I didn't have any issues with any <laughs> of them. They all died real, pretty much right away. Um, and so the Dynamaxing actually helps a lot for people that are struggling for the game again through the game again or not again through the game a bit. But uh, the the gym leaders can also Dynamax and it's pretty much obvious when they'll do it because they'll get to like their last Pokemon there and be like, oh no, you've got me on the ropes. I better Dynamax. Yeah, you know, it's like, they make uh, a big deal and the music changes yeah. too. Yeah, it goes from like, uh, um, almost like a, it, it turns into almost like a tribal chant, I think. It does. It's like, it's like the, it's like the stadium gets into it, I think is what it's going for because you'll hear like, you hear like, I've been butched. It's yeah, like it's, it's like it's, jock jams for yeah, a Pokemon. And it, it does. It sounds like um like the whole crowd is kind of cheering, but in a very like. I don't know Keep about talking. that. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's like they're like yeah. It's it's weird. It kind of is a very um. I was definitely digging it. I when I was like. I would wait for that final Pokemon, and then they get desperate, and they're like, "Okay," and then you throw it, and you're like, "Okay, yeah, yeah," <laughs> and then you do it too, and the music definitely changes. Yeah, because it's like it two giant Pokemon battling, which I, I think that was kind of cool because it's like it goes for that whole uh, kaiju, like Godzilla type yeah. battling, which is neat. Yeah, it definitely um, feels. It, there's also some Pokemon that have like special Dynamax. Um, uh, like they have spe- uh, like a special Dynamax. Normally, it's just the same Pokemon model, just like bigger. But I think there's certain Pokemon that you can get that have special Dynamax. Was like there's um, um, what is it? Um, a Meowth. I think when the game released, there was like a Meowth, a special Meowth you could download. 
And it would, uh, instead of being a normal, like, giant version of Meowth, it'd be like, it was like Meowth with, like, an insanely tall neck. It was like, it it was like a joke. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, it it was, like, supposed to be a joke. Actually, I'm going to see if I can. uh, Yeah, pull it up, because I'm curious now. Yeah, you go ahead and and talk about how you felt a little bit about Dynamaxing, and I'll bring this up. Yeah, so, um, like we've talked before, it's definitely... Not a surprise that it, this game is something um, I'm not familiar with. So Dynamaxing for me was definitely a big jump from just battling with my team of six or five. I can't remember. Is it team of five or team of six? Do you remember? Team, you have six. Six, yeah. So Dynamaxing was very was very interesting, especially in the wild area because later on in the game, um, you do, when you go in the wells, it definitely is a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. It can get harder for sure. And uh, and then as you, you keep going and you keep Dynamaxing, you can increase your Dynamax level with certain, um, I forget what they're called, but like these certain points. Um, so it was definitely a very interesting mechanic for sure. Um, I did find it interesting that it changed their movesets like a whole lot yeah. too. But now I thought it was interesting. Over time, it would get a little redundant, you know, because you got to transform and you got to fight. Um Oh yeah! So my here's God. the uh, Dynamax Meowth, and what as you that? can see, it's that is like my cat <laughs> when he's like stretching. <laughs> so I thought it was his neck. It's his torso. He's just like <laughs> he just has an insanely big torso, uh, which that's pretty funny. Uh, I thought that was uh, they they got really interesting with some of these uh, Dynamaxes that they did. Uh, I think there is. Um, we can look at this special Dynamax. Wow, that was right away. Uh, special Dynamax Pokemon. So here you can see Butterfree with like giant wings. Oh, cool. Oh, here's the Gengar that's like his mouth is an endless tunnel. Oh my god! See, I didn't, I didn't see uh, any. I of these didn't see specials. a lot of these either. These, see, this is kind of spoilers for me at this point. Um, oh, spoiler! Uh, who cares? <laughs> um, okay. That, oh, that's. Uh, I think that one's a fake one. Um, um, what is this one? This one's like. Okay, this one's straight up like JoJo's bizarre what? picture. It's like a Gundam. He's like, I've activated my stand, and there's uh, a stand in the background. That one's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so. No, it was a cool mechanic. Yeah, so the Dynamaxing was pretty cool. Uh, I liked it. I liked it. It's uh, definitely not my um, favorite mechanic that they've introduced i like the mega evolutions a little bit more i think Mm -hmm. that was i think they really should have doubled down a lot more on the mega evolutions because after x and y they didn't really add many new ones Mm -hmm. um instead they opted for regional variances which is something that uh they've been doing since sun and moon uh where uh, and i guess there's so this is something that's new that wasn't isn't exactly new but they have older pokemon that have their own region variant for this area so uh the like meowth has his own uh galarian form which is just like uh i think he's rock yeah he's like a steel he's steel steel okay in this game he's and steel. Um, but they did they did fix my one of my favorite pokemon from gen one which was far-fetched oh they did um and I loved uh, how Farfetch basically went from just carrying this little tiny like onion stalk to basically a like giant version of that. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Uh, but then his evolved form, he turns into Doug Dimidome, 
because uh, the leak is like in like it goes <laughs> off screen. It, it's just, it's so funny. There's so many memes about that when I that, that news came out. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of those older Pokemon that they changed into their like regional forms, mm-hmm. and it, it's more or less a way to help. Like the a lot of the part of Mega Evolutions was to help keep some of the older Pokemon uh, competitively viable, and so that they could change up the some of their typings and stuff to kind of help keep it fresh. And so I think that's why they dropped a lot of the Mega Evolutions because you could only do it once per turn, or not per turn. You could only do it once per battle. Um, you could only do it with one Pokemon per that battle. So if you lost that Pokemon in that battle, then you couldn't do it again. Oh, that sucks. Um, and it was the same with the Z crystals. Z crystals was kind of a way for them to give you like a like an ultimate move. Um, and uh, so that's something I thought that maybe would have been brought back, but it doesn't seem like it. Uh, instead, they opted for more of the Dynamaxing stuff, which again uh, it's it's good because every pokemon can dynamax but it's at the same time it like doesn't make it so unique for like again we showed you some unique forms but yeah but that's that's all aesthetic you know what i I mean it's for for gameplay it's okay yeah you know what i mean um but so moving on through the gym challenges uh the next trial after the grass one is the water one and then you have the fire one um, the water one seemed more like a traditional gym mm-hmm. because the trial was just um, simple puzzle solving where you had to um, change water valves to shut off um, certain water pipes so that you could advance through. Um, and you had to do in certain uh, combinations so that you can make it through the next route. And then you get to the fire one, and the fire one was straight up the easiest one where you just... Uh, you had to catch as many Pokemon as possible, uh, which basically all you had to do is just throw a Pokeball out right away, and then <laughs> you'd win. Because um, if you're like me, all you had to do is buy, uh, like, I stocked up on Pokeballs all the time. Yeah, same. So i go out and I'd buy uh, regular Pokeballs, Great Balls. Um, and I would I, I loved using Premier Balls. Premier Balls are my favorite because they're just the, the straight white ones mm-hmm. with the with the red band. Um, and I like those a lot, but they're like, they have the same catch rate as a normal Pokeball. So they're really hard to catch like super legendary, like legendaries and like hard to catch Pokemon with. Yeah. So I get really mad when it's like, like, oh my God, I want to use those or like, you know, you want it because it's, it's fun to have that aesthetic for having Pokemon in certain balls, even though it's something that you barely ever see. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something I like, but there's also these thing called fast balls. Um, and contrary to what a middle schooler me would have thought where you just, you know, <laughs> fastball, you know what a fastball is? Uh, like for baseball? <laughs> so yes, it is it's a baseball <laughs> term, but, uh, never a sexual mind. term. No, 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 it's not a sexual <laughs> term. So fastball is like, uh, is like slang for when you, uh, you fart and like cup your hand, you fart it and then you throw it in somebody's face. Oh, ew. That's fastball. <laughs> See, that's what. That's what you were thinking. When- um, no, <laughs> I just think that's funny because uh, um, that's whatever I think of. Because my brother used to do that to people in like middle school and oh, stuff. Oh gosh! But um, <laughs> I might have to cut that out. <laughs> but um, so I would get these thing called fa- uh, I would I would always gather fastballs or buy them as much as I could because uh, on your first turn on the first turn when you encounter a Pokemon mm-hmm. it has like a um, I think it's like a four or five times catch rate. Yeah. Uh, so it's actually really good, and then it sucks. So I would just use those right away, and <laughs> you just win. 
Uh, so the first time, but the first one I encountered, I didn't realize that there was um, the other people uh, where you were com- like supposed to be competing for the Pokemon to catch. And what I would do is I would just I would just kill the other guy. Yeah, I would just kill his Pokemon and then be like, okay, I'm good. And then I catch them both. Yeah. Uh, or you know, I because I think you encounter two. No, it was just it was one, and you'd fight for the one. I think. Uh, Something it, like that, like you had yeah, to catch them. But after that first time I did that, I was like, I'm just going to throw a fastball right away, and I just immediately went, or I would just immediately catch it and then be done. Um, but the fire gym was the one I, or the fire gym was the one I struggled with the most as far as like damage wise, because I, uh, I only had one Pokemon, which was the, the turtle mm-hmm. that you get where he's like, he's Squirtle, but he's like, Squirtle's oh, like, yeah. he's, he's like Squirtle's weird. hillbilly cousin. Yeah, he does kind of like, like my name Cletus. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I called him Cletus. Yeah, he's a weird. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, a weird turtle dude. Yes. Yeah, so uh, uh, I had him. He's supposed to be like a snapping turtle. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I used. To, <laughs> I, I he was the only one I had that was uh, able to do damage to fire type. So that was the only one I really struggled with. But then after I did that, uh, you get after you do the first three, uh, you're, you're on your way to the fourth one. So you have to go to the next like main town, which is like further north. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I encountered like a level 50 Snorlax, which I'd gotten to beat. I was going to beat him, but I could not catch him because of the level gating. I know. Because at this point I was it's level. It's fest. It was like, I was like level 32 or level 34. Uh, like I was getting pretty close to the third form of my starter. Um, but I just, I couldn't catch Snorlax. So I got really mad. And, uh, and then you go into, I don't know, I guess from here. Why don't you take it over? Because I got all the way up to the fourth gym, which I believe is supposed to be fighting, but I, uh, I had already handed the game off to you at this point. So why don't you go Ooh. ahead and take me through kind of the rest of See, what happens? Um, this is where my memory can't really remember what happens during the fighting trial or <laughs> the ice trial, but the fairy trial was interesting for sure. Kind of stood out. Yeah, because the lady like asks you questions and. She's looking for her successor. And that was the okay. Yeah, that's yes. something I f- that we forgot to mention is that so oh, there's yeah. actually two rivals. Two rivals. Um, so you have Hop, who's kind of like following you through the whole game. He's helping you out and he gives you stuff. And then you have the other rival, who's kind of like um, he's like sponsored by the chairman, who's mm-hmm. like the who's supposed to be like the CEO of the the Pokemon League or or whatever of the area. And. He is just, he's just an overconfident jerk. Yeah. He's basically just Gary, uh, but he only uses psychic types, and which, fairies. yes, which you brought up that is actually <laughs> mostly fairies because. Okay. So in the, <laughs> uh, um, um, no, in the fairy gym, the trial is they're asking you questions and these questions are not, um, they're not easy. They're, they're supposed to basically make you fail because you're not so she's looking, this old lady in pink is looking for her successor, right? And so you're going to fail because you obviously are not what she's looking for. And um, turns out that your stupid second rival, who's kind of a jerk, um, they run into each other and apparently <laughs> she, the old lady like kidnaps him because she thinks that he's like perfect because obviously he... He wears like purplish pinkish stuff and he's a fairy type user. So I don't really know what happens in his story. Um, I'm assuming he becomes a new gym leader. So you don't actually, so he still goes through the gym challenge with you? 
He doesn't go through it with you. So it's after. So after the trial, they ask you questions, and then the the you go to the to the field, and the fairy lady is like, "Oh, let's battle!" And you're like, "Okay, I'm gonna kick your ass, lady." And and when you do, she's like, "You kind of like." think that maybe you're gonna get picked because you know you beat her and she's like mm, not not quite enough it's like a goldilocks thing where she's like hmm hmm you know mm-hmm. no she's like 90 yeah well i noticed that uh because i thought it was funny that there's uh when you first see her she's like walking yes um <laughs> to like because you're it's on your way to the fighting uh trial she's like walking across the bridge and it takes like like I swear, it it's like a good thirty seconds of you just sitting there watching her walk. Yeah. And I was like, she's gonna. I was like, I swear, I was like, this lady's so old that she's gonna die before she gets to where she needs to go. I know. I I was kind of suspicious of her. It's like I knew I shouldn't not be su- suspicious, but I was like, who are you anyway? So she after the gym battle, you fight. She says no, not quite, which is good because you have another mission. You need to um, beat the champion, and um. She runs into your rival who has been, he got himself into trouble with the chairman because um, he's an arrogant jerk. And so he does something horrible to a mural. And um, anyway, so the fairy, the fairy gym leader like takes him. Like she literally like, come here, you whippersnapper. And, uh, <laughs> and that's the last you see of it. So I, um, so far with being um, towards the end of the game, I'm, I'm assuming he would make an appearance, but yeah, that's the fairy gem, which was interesting. That was okay. an interesting mechanic. Um, and then, like I was saying, Team Yell mm-hmm. is um, the dark gem, which is the trial, and that's really dumb because you just walk down the alley, you fight Team Yell, and then that's it. And then you, yeah, and the and then that gem is not a stadium at all. It's a uh, a stage in the middle of like a basketball court. <laughs> and so that's funny. Yeah, so he's like a punk rock singer dude. He was actually really interesting. I wish they had more of a story for him, mm. but but no, he's just the dark type. And then after that, you're pretty much on your way to go to the big championship city. And that's where I kind of stopped because I really wanted to focus more on Dynamaxing. And that's where I kind of... You started grinding. I really started... I mean, grind, I was already grinding really hard, but this yeah. is where I was like, we're going to be... This is going to... This is the end of the game. Let me... Let me try and finish up, but then I just kind of, you know, it's kind of <laughs> where I stopped. Yeah, no, no, you're fine. Yeah, so that's, sorry, I don't really quite remember um, those other gyms, no, what that's their challenges okay, are, I mean, but. There's, the the point I'm going for is there's, after, really after you're introduced to the wild area and the a lot of the Dynamaxing, it's really only the story that's kind of driving you because a lot of the locations mm-hmm. aren't really, don't, they don't really stick out as much. No, and. Another pet peeve of mine. So I, as much as I do enjoy this game, I do think it's fresh. Um, I I wasn't into the story, like um, because you pretty much are going on like a history lesson quest with this one researcher, mm-hmm. and you're basically trying to figure out um, was like the black storm or something. You're trying to figure out the storm. Um, so when you're in in the Dynamax wells, it's like a thing at the very top it's a it's like a black swirl and there's like a storm that happened so you're trying to figure out what happened in the past that made you guys able to dynamax and then somehow it has something to do with the sword and shield pokemon so it's it's all just like a history lesson it's not much um 
I mean, it's mystery, but it, it just felt kind of flat a little bit for me. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know. So if you all definitely want to go down and be like, oh, yeah, I really enjoy the story. Let us know for sure. But um, for me, it just definitely, I felt yeah. kind of felt I think flat. Th- I think that was an issue with me as well because I was not into the story very much at all for this game. Yeah. Um, and I guess this is kind of like we'll go over our final thoughts of it. Um, this is like the story was probably one of the weakest stories as far as I had really got, even though I'd only gotten to the fourth gym in the game. Um, there really wasn't much to it that kept driving me forward. And this is an issue I had with a lot of, uh, with sun and moon as well. Um, because sun and moon is very much your, you're traveling from Island to Island with this one character who's on the run from the, like, uh, because in the game there's like two, like, villain organizations there's um you know there's team skull who's just around they're just going around harassing people and causing uh like causing trouble and like com- mm-hmm. they're actually like committing crimes but it's not like they're I, I don't remember exactly what it is but it's just like they're they're kind of like team yell where they're just annoying mm-hmm. and then there's um i don't remember what the organization was called but it's like they're basically like a research lab and this is where this girl had escaped from because she she has this special Pokemon who's like made of stars. He's like yeah, he, he looks like a, a a puff ball made out of like uh, galaxy paint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like it sounds silly because <laughs> it is. Uh, but she's on the run from them, and then it turns out that the Pokemon she has is uh, like evo- uh, the legendary, like the main cover one that you. You know, and you're basically uh, going from island to island, going through your trials because it's like what you're supposed to do, and it's like a coming of age thing for yeah these islands. Um, but she's traveling with you because she's on the run from them, and then it like it doesn't pay off until like basically near the end of the game where you get the legendary. Mm-hmm. Um, and the story wasn't like so interesting that it was driving you. It was more or less the trials and going from island to island, and seeing what you could catch. That really drove you in Sun and Moon. And this is kind of more or less what I got from this game uh, where the story wasn't like super intense. It was, you know, it's very, it builds a lot upon its world, which I think is good. It it should do that. But it's just, a lot of it is just, it's just a big text dump that you really expects you to understand. And it's just not that interesting to me. It was just like, I don't care something about like Pokemon, like a legendary knight, like who cares? Yeah. And you know, that that's kind of what I got from it. Yeah. And like, for me, it was more of the whole, the whole, the whole thing. So like, um, like when you get introduced to, you know, your neighbor rival and he's all go getter and it's just, and then, you know, the whole mystery is very like, Hmm, what do you think about this? It's very like cookie cookie cutter kind of um like a fruitcake yes it's not it's explained like it's explained to you like it's a mystery but it's also like it's given to you like they already know and you're like they want you to try to like teach yourself about it and that's kind of what i got i was like like, it's kind of condescending yeah it's like watching the history channel like yeah it's like oh this is exciting ancient egypt and but (laughs) it's like uh, i don't know i just it fell flat for me just a tad I mean, and not to not to be like, oh, well, Soul Silver was so great, but um, I just remember like well, all the legendaries 
at the time were kind of merged into that game and there was so many like theories and mysteries surrounding all the legendaries even if you got them you were very like like the legendary dogs for example right mm -hmm. it was it was a big fan theory that um the legendary dogs were actually like um what are they called the ev evolutions the um the Porion, um jolteon and jolteon flareon. and flareon were actually trapped in this tower and they died because they got they got it was like a mystery it's a big fire yeah, or but something vaporeon is water well i know but the, the, so this is the this is the rumor so you know how legendary mm -hmm. dogs are they're electric water and ice and ice right so they're saying that these um like the legendary dogs rumored is like the, the somehow this tower had this tragic awful awful thing and then these legendary dogs came out of the ashes that there's like you know, there's like fan theories that yeah, oh yeah, these yeah. these dogs and then Ho Ho um brought them back to life and you know, so it's like there's tons of mysteries, especially um, you know, about Lugia. I don't know. I just felt like the other games had maybe more more of a juicy juiciness to it where Yeah, like there were like even even when it was being explained to you there was this mystery of air about or yes. like this air of mystery air about of mystery. it where it's more or less in this one it's it's kind of just like feels like it's you know whatever who cares who cares because uh, like the phenomena of, it's centered around a phenomena that you actively participate in yeah and i kind of wish i would have finished that way i could kind of tell you how it ends but just from how it was presented even if the payoff at the very end if that's what it's waiting for at the very end then you know, it's not really giving you much to really save. Right. And that's why I think I kind of had my fill. It's like I grinded, you know, and yeah, I was you, like, I was kind of like. You'd gotten the point. I, yeah, I got in the point and that's probably why I stopped mostly was because there was nothing really juicy. Even, I didn't even get the, 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 the legendary Pokemon, you know, yeah. didn't even feel like I really wanted to. Well, you know? I think it's surprising that you got to the elite four and you hadn't gotten the legendary Pokemon yet. Cause that's, that's been a thing that's happened in uh, Pokemon since really yeah. Soul Silver, and it could happen where silver and gold. It, the story could have been where like you're about to face your battle, and oh my god, tragic happens and things happen. But well, I, I can't just, imagine that if you're actively going into the Elite Four, then like I can't imagine why. Well, you the would story, all have to stop. yeah. Well, the story hadn't fully fleshed out just yet. Like the whole the whole punch. Didn't quite get there, but it's uh, it was getting to the point where it's obvious that these two dudes, these two ancient princes, found <laughs> these ancient Pokemon mm -hmm. that were a sword and a shield. <gasps> you know <laughs> what I mean? So it was like, okay, well, where is this going? So it's it's um, I I just had my fill. So yeah, okay, and that makes sense. Yeah. So. I think we should close this out because we've been going for quite a while now. A lot longer <laughs> than I expected us to. I know, there's a lot. Um, so I think we should just go ahead and close it out with our final thoughts, especially since we've really kind of covered a lot of the mechanics of the game, kind of taken us through it and, and more or less summed up pretty much the entirety of it. So uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? With final thoughts? Yes. Final thoughts. Um, it was a very, very refreshing i did really enjoy it mechanic gameplay wise very refreshing game um story wise kind of fell a little flat but it was it was very refreshing and i could forgive the story i could definitely would play it again so okay yep so for me the, again i've been keeping up with pokemon for pretty much the entirety of it 
um, except for the laps uh, when I gotten kind of bullied and out of Pokemon. <laughs> but we mentioned that we talked about that yeah. the first episode. So if you want to hear that, all that story, all our childhood stories, go ahead and watch the first part. But uh, for me, f- so for me, this isn't like a huge leap forward for the franchise. This is a, definitely a step forward you know, it, for it. And I think what happened was with um, a lot of the marketing, a lot of the um, it, a lot of the images and videos we'd seen of it, it really emphasized the wild area. And I think this is really where it comes to is this is kind of what the main part of the game is. You know, you can take the, you can take the gym challenges, you can take the, the story and say that it's all part of it, but it really isn't. Uh, I think the game really pushes you creating bonds with, with Pokemon. It really pushes the, idea of exploring this vast open area for you to really kind of run into whatever. Um, so I kind of take it like that. And I think that's a very good advancement for the franchise. However, I think it's, that's not really fully seen through, especially with the fact that they still have dedicated routes for you to go from area to area instead of really letting you go out and explore and say, you know, instead of going through route one to get to a cave, and then taking that cave to Route 3, and then Route 3 takes you to the town, it really should have been the cave is located in this specific spot. The game should just tell you, hey, you need to go like go through the cave southwest, and then yeah. you'll uh, find your way to, through the, to the village. It really should have um, really given you that and then keep the entire map open. You have to go find that cave along the way. You kind of build your own route. And I really was hoping that that was kind of what... They were pushing for. Um, however, the game does look nice. It's a very, I think it's a very nice looking game. Um, uh, technically, the only real issue I have with it, again, is the draw distance uh, for for collective objects and things like that, like the berry trees, uh, NPCs. Yeah, you know, the, the draw distance for the Pokemon isn't that bad because especially ones like the larger ones that spawn out for you, you can see a pretty good distance on, um, you know, and the ones that are hiding in the tall grass, you have to be closer to see them. So that makes sense. Um, but th- they really should have uh, let you be able to see uh, the berry trees, NPCs that you can go spend your watts on uh, to upgrade. All, all things like that, they really should have technically improved upon so i think that is lacking um now there is the issue of the lack of pokemon uh, in the game uh as far as the national decks which they've kind of rectified now now that they have the online service pokemon home so you can really bring whatever pokemon into the game now at this point so that issue is really kind of uh, moot um and especially now they're um i mean you i i what is it? Uh, they, I, I guess I didn't really, w- w- we don't really need to go into the expansion pass stuff, but uh, I think we've already kind of pushed time for it at this point. So I don't think it's something we need to talk about, especially since we didn't play it. But that the, I'm trying to think of where I'm going to go with this. The story isn't that interesting. Um, and, you know, but I don't play Pokemon for the story. Mm. Uh, I usually play it for, I play it for, the battles because yeah. Pokemon has a really good battle system. Like it, it's it, it's an RPG at heart, 
Uh, I really like the type, the the way you have to build a team around typing and kind of uh, really put a lot of thought into some of your unique moves, you know, your move set and try to fix or set things up so that they work in tandem with each other. Um, and that's something that's a very, very big in the competitive scene. So as I guess what I'm trying to get at is I, uh, I'm kind of all over the place with my opinion of it because there's a lot of aspects I like of it. There's a lot of aspects I don't like of it. And I'm kind of like in the middle as far as a game in and of itself. Like it's very good. It's, it's definitely, if I were to give it a score out of 10, I would say it's, it's definitely a good seven. It's not, it's not an amazing game, but it's, it's not awful. I mean, it's, it's still high quality, high quality title that you should come to expect. And it's, there's just some, some things that I wish would have been fleshed out more. And again, it's kind of, at this point, we're kind of banking on the fact that we're going to see improvements of this stuff later and that we could see more of this fleshed out. And I mean, I guess that's kind of my, fun. <laughs> like, yeah, again, I'm all over the place with my final thoughts. I didn't really, um, like, no, like I always go back and forth on whether I like the game a lot or not. I do like the game. I would, I, I would recommend it. I would not, really, it's not perfect. Yeah. But yeah. If, I mean, if you're a fan of Pokemon, you already have the game at this point. Yeah. It's, it's really, if you're on the fence, if you're on the fence, I would just go ahead and give it a try. Yeah, try it out. Yeah, Definitely. it's 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 easily uh, one of the more. It, it's definitely an update from if you're coming from an older. If you're like Jamie and you're coming from uh, a game ten years ago, this is going to be an amazing, <laughs> wow. amazing experience it's for you. Really, ten years. Well, twenty ten was when Ooh. Soul Silver came out. Yeah, so yeah, shoot. ten years. Ten years. Um. So if the last one you played was 10 years ago, it's going to be a huge leap. You know, you're going to probably really like it. And if you're somebody like me that's been keeping up with it all the time, you probably already have it. So I would recommend it. I think it's, I think we have a lot to expect from future titles and what we can see to come from it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I know I, I should have really thought that final stuff out more, but anyway, do you have anything else you want to add? Nope, I think we kind of probably said it all, you know. Definitely was a good game. Definitely okay. give it a shot for sure. Okay, well, and uh, so thank you guys for joining us. Uh, make sure you, um, I, I hate doing, I always hate doing this, but it's like kind of like you have to in order to promote the channel. So like, comment, subscribe. No, <laughs> okay. No, for real, though, I, I, you know, we appreciate feedback on here. We really want you guys to enjoy the show and keep enjoying it. Uh, so if you are interested in seeing more shows to come, especially now that we have an official co-host, Jamie. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so she's going to be joining us from now on. And uh, you want to see more of us, make sure you hit the subscription button or subscribe. Subscription, know, subscription button. button. Hit the subscription button. A monthly fee. Um, you don't have to like, but I, you know, like the channel, like the channel. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Like Can the I start video. This over? Can I start <laughs> this over? Okay. Um, so thank you guys so much for joining us. If you want to make sure you keep up to date with the channel and you want to see more of us to come, make sure you subscribe to it. Um, you know, I you can like the, like if you want, but I always appreciate comments more than anything because feedback feedback's better than just a simple click of a button. Yeah. Um, and if you want to keep up with the show, you can uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm at 
just a neckbeard. Um, and that is the show. Well, it's my Twitter. Um, Jamie. Now, Jamie, I know you said you don't really want to plug any of your socials because you're not into that. So I'm just more private. I don't really have anything super public. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a platform. I'm just kind of one of his friends that kind of decided to chit chat about it. So I don't really have a platform, but, and I'm kind of more of a private person, but just, uh, like us on here if you want to see more. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, if you want to keep up with social media, you can find me on Twitter. Um, you know, if you can't catch the video versions, which I mean, if you sat through this entire almost two hour segment for a video version, you're probably not interested that interested in the audio stuff, but if you want to keep, get the show on the go, we are on, uh, iTunes, Spotify, um, pretty much most major, uh, audio platforms. Uh, and I'll try to get this. I try to get these out basically the same day as the video versions. So, um, and sometimes I usually edit them down a little bit more just because if there's visuals that we use that, you know, don't really give you any context, I'm going to have to cut that stuff out. But that being said, um, again, keep up to date with the channel and I don't even know why. Anyway, um, that's going to be it. So thank you so much for joining us. And Jamie, anything you want to say before you go? No, not much. Just uh, let us know if you also want us to talk about some other interesting video games or any other topics. Just let us know for sure. Yes. We would love to talk we about more things. We are always open to ideas. Yeah. So. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.